We're checking in with Chris Haley today about an exciting new development at Bemidji High School. Uh, they are going to have their own fishing club, uh, which we've been hearing rumors about, Chris, for a little while. It's finally coming to fruition. It, it really is, Kevin. Um, you know, as many people know, I am the advisor for the, the university fishing team, and we sponsored the Bassmaster National Collegiate Championship here last summer. And I had hoped, you know, that somebody would pick up the high school ball and run with it prior to that. Uh, this all really kind of started in Minnesota with a, a gentleman down in uh, Brainerd named Jason Barr. And he started up the, uh, the Brainerd High School fishing team. Um, I think it's been about five years now. And it's just been going great guns from there. And other schools are interested in doing this. And Jason has kind of been the guy that all of us have, have reached out to to pattern our teams and our clubs basically against what he's done and uh back then he had actually called me and wondered if i'd be interested in starting a bemidji high school team at the same time he was doing his brainerd team and i was just right headlong into this university fishing team we were really getting the ball rolling on that and i told him i said i don't know if i've got enough time for the two of them right now and so I passed on that back then, but now after the uh, the Bassmaster Tournament and nobody else had stepped up to do something with the high school, I thought, you know, it's time. And the neat thing about it is, with my doing the high school team and association with the college team here, is we can start to use it as a feeder club for potential members to come into the university team stay home and go to school here right. and fish on the university team for me. So uh, how many, do you know off the top of your head, how many high school teams there are out there right now? You know, it's, uh, it's not a number that anybody can seem to put their finger on right now um, just because it's getting so popular and teams are popping up left and right. I had heard recently that uh, they started kind of a, oh, I don't know, a cooperation of teams in Detroit Lake that, that have as many as 12 clubs involved with it. So, wow, you know, it could be in excess of 50. Okay. Now, let's, let's, let's walk through the process you went through to, to get this into Bemidji High School. Well, it started out with um, approaching uh, Mr. Hendricks over at the, uh, at the high school, and it was right about the time that, that uh, football was starting up. And so I had met with Troy and I met with um, Travis Peterson and basically gave them what my idea was. And uh, at the time, both of them loved it. But then I told Troy, I said, listen, I'm going to let you get through the <laughs> football season first. <laughs> and then because obviously we're not going to get anything going in the fall. And um, I'll get back with you after the football season's over and, and find out exactly what I need to do, which involved, you know, basically coming up with a game plan of what we envision this being and then filling out some paperwork for the the school district and so i put together a, a student handbook i put together a powerpoint presentation basically some forms that parents and students are going to need to sign and then submitted it to troy who then took it around to the secondary principals for approval 
at which time when that was okayed, then I had to go before the school board for the final approval, and that was just done um, basically <laughs> the third week of May was when I went before the school board. So it only gave me about two weeks to put together a meeting with parents and kids to, you know, to basically share this vision with them and, and get some kids signed up to start working with me over the summer because we have uh, so many things to get in place before we really kick it off when the kids come back next fall. And, and what are some of those things? Some of those things are um, because the the main reason that this high school fishing has really come about and is getting the support that it's getting is because the statistics are showing that we're not selling as many fishing licenses every year as we used to. And if we're not selling the fishing licenses, that means people are not fishing. And so the industry is getting to the point where they say, we need to do something. Because if people quit fishing, we're not going to be able to sell our boats and our rods and you know our tackle and stuff like that. So the industry itself is just really pushing hard and supporting these high school teams. And so part of that is Lund Boats has stepped up and uh, are really becoming a major supporter of the high school teams. And when you start talking about a boat manufacturer, then, of course, that brings in the local distributors, which happens to be um, Jimmer Hernisman over at uh, Ray's Marine. And the whole Hernisman group is really stepping up and doing a great job of supporting the high school team. Wow, that's uh, that's awesome to see. But at, at the same time, it's it's not surprising. Uh, you know, you see these uh, outdoor manufacturers or these people involved in the outdoors uh, just stepping up every time there's something important going on. You know, and it's a great thing too because fishing is something that anybody can do. I mean, take for example, fishing has no boundaries. That's starting on uh, Saturday here. You do not have to be a strong athlete to be successful at fishing. So anybody can come and be part of this fishing team. And, you know, if they're fishing, they're not sitting on the couch playing their video games. <laughs> they're not on their phones, and they're not out getting in trouble. So, I mean, it's just a win-win. Part of the, the team, too, basically to be on the team, you're going to have to have, you know, the same standards that the sports teams require as far as attendance and grade point average. In fact, we're going to reward these kids with bonus points added on to the fish they catch during the club events for grade point average and attendance. And we're also going to throw in bonus points for volunteering in the community. Just trying to kind of make this, uh, you know, be proud of your school, be proud of your community type of thing. Will you be the Bemidji Lumberjacks? You know, obviously, because the the high school has approved this and it's a club event, you know, yes, the logo that I've got printed up, uh, Mike Ole, one of the art teachers over at the high school, is a good friend. I've known him for many years. And when I first started thinking about this, I thought, you know, I'm going to reach out to Mike and see if he can come up with a logo for us. And so basically the logo that he came up with incorporates, you know, Lumberjack Fishing Team into it and the uh, the Lumberjack logo. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. Um, you know, you you go by, you call yourselves a team, which you are. Officially, you ha- you ha- you're known as a club when the way they organize it, simply because at this point, there's no Minnesota State High School League fishing program. That is correct. But we've gone before the, uh, the Minnesota State High School League a couple of times already, and there's great interest in doing this. Um, you know, it's kind of like the trap shooting team. You know, it's because it's becoming so popular across the state, you know, they're going to have to take notice of it and, and, you know, come alongside of us and 
eventually what we'd like to see is just a state-sanctioned championship tournament at the end of the season. Okay. Well, I know that uh, one of the great things about trap shooting is there's a lot of kids who've never been on a sport before that, you know, get into that. I'm assuming we can see a lot of that same thing here, a lot of kids that are really interested in the outdoors. Uh, And like you said, uh, and and as much as I love sports, I was on the outside looking in growing up because, you know, there is a certain size level, certain sports, you know, help you out and things like that. Anybody can fish. Exactly. And anybody can be good at fishing. Look yeah. at me. <laughs> <laughs> so this is going to run on the, uh, on the high school level um, during the spring? Well, it's going to be a year-round, okay. um, year-round club. We're going to meet every month. Uh, I don't know if we're going to try to meet you know, two times a month, but we will meet every month. And I envision things over the winter happening, such as bringing in speakers, um, you know, big heads in the, in the industry that come in and, and talk to these kids and kind of give them their story and where, what fishing has done for them and the potential of what fishing can do for the kids. And then I also envision seeing, you know, setting up some, like, stations where we can practice doing some casting where that you would typically do when you're bass fishing so the kids that aren't bass fishermen but might want to learn how to bass fish will be able to practice some of this stuff out in the hallway over the winter chris haley my guest we're discussing the new bemidji high school fishing team a lot more to cover next fishing paul bunyan country where fishing is more important than pretty much everything If you don't like fishing, please leave this zip code immediately. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Great topic today as we talk with Chris Haley about the new Bemidji Lumberjack Fishing Team. It sounds very exciting. Uh, you did note uh, to me before we started recording that uh, it's a multi-species uh, team, however. Correct. The, the team events, the club events themselves, are going to be multi-species, and the reason we're doing that is I don't want kids, and and more importantly, parents, I need parents to help volunteer because the kids cannot run boats. An adult has to run the boats, and obviously we don't have team boats, so I mean we need parents that have boats to volunteer to uh, either take, you know, their kid and maybe one or two others with them in the boat during these events, but I want all these people to feel like they can still be part of this even though they don't fish for bass, so we're opening it up to walleye, northern, perch, crappies, bluegill sunfish, and, of course, bass to boot. And they're all going to be their own separate categories, and it's going to be a catch, record, and release. That adult in the boat, every time one of these kids catches a fish, will measure that fish, will record it, and we will keep track of those lengths, and then we award points depending upon the lengths that we'll keep track of. And then at the end of the year, We'll give out trophies for first, second, and third place in all of the six species. Okay. And when you say club events, that's uh, 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 person-to-person within your club. Exactly. We'll just, you know, we'll get together. The kids will throw out suggestions on lakes. And, you know, I, I can see if we get to the point where Brainerd is, where they've got 140 kids in the, in the team, you know, I can see that not all of them are going to want to fish every single event. So there'll be a sign-up for that, and we'll have captains that are signed up. Okay. We'll uh, basically divvy up the kids and, and put them into boats. You know, ideally, we'd like to have two kids in a boat, but if we have to put a third one in there, that's fine because they're not fishing against the other boats. They're fishing against each other in whatever their um, 
they're deciding to fish for there. Okay. Now, um, how many kids and parents showed interest in the first meeting? We had, um, or I should say I had about, I think it was about a dozen kids that showed up, and uh, about half of them had their parents with. And I've got a key, a real key group right now of um, of six kids that are all hardcore bass fishermen that are wanting to get this thing going right now and want to be part of these bass tournaments that are just starting up this summer, too. And I can envision these are the, going to be the guys that are going to shape this team. I told them in the meeting that, you know, this isn't going to be Chris Haley's team. This is going to be your team. I am here to just help and guide you and, you know, make introductions to business owners and stuff like that. But it's going to be your responsibility to shape what this team is and where this team goes. And that that's worth noting. There are uh, Bassmaster and FLW high school championships, and uh, and through this uh, lumberjack fishing team, uh, they can get involved. Correct, correct. There is a circuit right now, the um, Student Angler Association, that's just starting up this year, and it's a feeder for you can qualify for the Bassmaster National High School Championship. Okay, and so you know that's. These kids, these six kids, are all want to do these tournaments, and you know they're they're freshmen and sophomores right now, going into being uh, sophomores and and juniors next year. So they're going to have a couple of years of this club going to fish these tournaments, and give them that experience, so that when they do move on, um, if they come to BSU or they go to another school that has a fishing team, they can step right into those fishing teams and know exactly, you know, this is what we do, this is how we do it. Now, I'm assuming, um, in fact, I'm not assuming, I know flat out there's a lot more than 12 kids in the high school who like to fish, so I expect that uh, that those numbers are going to grow pretty fast. <laughs> you know, I, I had nightmares before the first meeting because I envisioned 150 kids and parents sitting in this room, <laughs> and I'm thinking, I'm all by myself. How am I going to do this? So I was actually kind of relieved to only see, you know, a dozen kids there the first time. But they've all got friends, and all these friends are already saying, how do I get signed up, you know, and, and when when are we going to start? And so I expect it to explode next fall when school starts. It was because it happened so late in the year, you know, there were all the the, the playoffs were wrapping up that week that we were having the um, the meeting. And, you know, basically graduation was two days after the meeting. And so there's a lot going on in in students' lives at that time of year, and you know, and I understood, you know, not having as many people as I had heard were interested in being part of this team. And, and like I said, I'm I'm thankful that it didn't happen because I'm a real big believer in the fact we need to learn to walk before we can run. Right. So I need some volunteers. If we start getting even 30 kids, I I need parents to volunteer to help me out here. And I've had parents already reach out and say, listen, anything you need, don't hesitate to get in touch with me. So, um, you know, that old saying, it it takes community. We're going to need a community to pull this off because I envisioned us becoming every bit of what Brainerd is because of the, you know, the the way that Brainerd and Bemidji have kind of always battled each other yes. over the years as it is. So that brings up the question, will there be uh, town versus town events? I don't see town versus town events, but I, you know, these bass tournaments that that are out there, I mean, obviously when you're talking 
150 boats, 300 kids, you know, they're not all coming from one high school. So sure. you're going to have teams from, you know, just about every high school that has a team out there in these events. So if Bemidji goes to one of these events and wins it, those kids are going to have those bragging rights until the next event saying that they were the best school in the state for that tournament. So, Okay, so yeah, so no duels, but multi, multi-school type things. Right. You're, it's not, I, don't, I don't ever envision it becoming like a sports team where we're going to go down to Brainerd and have a tournament on their home lake directly against them. I mean, I can see schools setting stuff up like that for fun, but I don't, I don't ever see it being like a state-sanctioned type of um, part of the teams and, and the sport itself. Sure. I would presume that you would also uh, be um, very happy to have any volunteers, even if they don't have kids in the program. Exactly, exactly. In fact, that brings up a good point. I've got a number of um, really key fishermen in the area that have volunteered to be boat captains. And I basically I've told them that, you know, I want, I want to keep them in reserve for these kids that want to go off and fish these, these bass tournaments because I don't want to burn them out on volunteering for the local team events and, and feeling like, boy, I've just been doing this so much. So I want to keep a lot of these guys, you know, in reserve. And then when I have the kids, you know, basically come up to me and say, listen, we want to go fish that tournament, then I can talk to these guys and go, listen, you know, who's fished bass tournaments on that lake before and put them in their boat so that they're already going with a captain that has a, a basic knowledge of the lake, the ki- kids are going to be responsible for doing all their own pre-fishing and, you know, setting up and telling the boat captain where to go. The boat captain can't fish, and the boat captain cannot just take them to places saying, you know, I won a tournament here before. He, the boat captain will take the kids there for pre-fishing, or their parents will take them there for pre-fishing, and then the boat captain shows up on tournament day and basically listens to the kids and the kids tell them where to go and the, he drives them there and then the kids can use the trolling motor from that point on to fish. You know, I do know that, you know, name of sport, hockey, wrestling, basketball, baseball, football, whatever, um, there are kids in those sports that love fishing and are good at it. Is, is there a way to be in both? There definitely is a way to be in both. In fact, that was one the only concern that I ever heard in the process of, of going through the school and the school district to set this all up was, do you think that this might take students away from other sports? And, you know, my first thought was, well, it kind of is their dis- decision to make, but my responsibility in this, because my own son is a huge football player. I mean, his passion is football, and so why would I ever want to come in between him and his passion because he wants to be part of my fishing team also. So obviously, you know, our events aren't going to be during the week. We're not going to have a Tuesday night or a Friday night tournament somewhere. They're going to be usually on a Saturday. And then I'm going to tailor our club meetings to kind of work around um, game times and practice times so that anybody that's in a team sport can come and be part of this fishing team because we are not going to interfere and obviously you know there is going to be requirements for them either you know listen if we got a club event or if we got a club meeting assigned for a certain time frame and you got practice or you got a game you know you got to go to that practice or you got to go to that game don't worry about the fishing team i mean we can deal with it 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I, and I think that's that's important because when you live in this neck of the woods, um, fishing is a passion for a lot of people, but so are other things. So right. Flexibility is, I think, really key to making this thing grow. Well, and I think the most important uh, thing to keep into consideration when you talk about um, competition between the sports teams and the fishing team is that the fishing, we're not out there representing the school against other schools. I mean, we're out there basically with a vision of getting kids in a boat and teaching them how to fish and teaching them how to be responsible anglers and sportsmen and you know if you have to miss something that's fine you know it it doesn't affect our chances of winning a regional championship or or a state championship so that it is a no-brainer you know yeah sports team first fishing team second so chris are you still going to be involved in bemidji state oh yes i uh i had thought after the the Bassmaster Championship that I could maybe ride off into the sunset and turn it over to someone else, but uh, I don't know. I'm so I'm so entwined with the kids that are here right now, and you know some of the kids that are coming into this um, that I just I I really want to make sure it succeeds and and continues to be as successful as it has been these last couple of years. We've already got two teams that have qualified for this year's national championship. So, oh, okay. I mean, BSU is going off again. Awesome, awesome. All right, so next step, somebody's listening. They say, hey, I want to do this. Uh, how, do they, how do they go about getting involved? You know, um, they could send me a text message. My, uh, my cell phone number is 760-4646. Send me a text message. We'll figure out a way to, you know, to meet and, and talk about this. Right now, these six kids that I've got are putting together ideas on where they want to see the team go. We, um, Ray's Marine and Lund Boats has stepped up, and they are purchasing the first 30 team jerseys for this year. Wow. So we need to go out into the public and, you know, solicit sponsorship for any businesses that want to, you know, participate in the in our program and, and have their logos on our jerseys. And so we're, we're putting together a presentation for that. And these kids are going to go out and be talking to these businesses. I told them already, I said, listen, I am not talking to these sponsors. I will make the contacts. I will be there with you to answer any questions, but it's your responsibility to present because these people are not supporting Chris Haley. These people are supporting you kids and the high school fishing team. All right, so it is official. It is underway. Uh, Bemidji High School has a lumberjack fishing team, and uh, and and you're going. We're going. All right. But it's, let's hope we survive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, what uh, is the abs- you know the first uh, tournament coming up that some kids will be involved in? Right now, they're already talking about. There's a bass event in August that uh, a couple of would be very interested in doing. We actually had a couple of the kids that had signed up for a high school event over on uh, Pacagama and Grand Rapids, um, and they took 10th in that, and that was before I actually even had anything going, so that wasn't under the, the guise of the fishing team, but they're still, you know, they're part of the fishing team. Yeah. So um, they were actually the first ones, I would have to say, that have act- have competed in at high school bass event for on behalf of Bemidji. So in, you know, 10th place, hey, not too bad. And, and who were those guys? That was uh, Adam Lapp, and I can't remember who he fished with. 
okay. um, who his partner was. But uh, Adam was is one of the six that has signed up, and, and I've been actually talking to him for about a month, along with Jacob Slough, has really been uh, instrumental in getting this thing going. So sounds it sounds exciting, Chris. It sounds like a lot of fun. It is. It is. All uh, right. Giving back. I My whole life has changed the last few years, and it's just, you know, giving back to the community and volunteering and, and just looking at the success of these kids doing this stuff. I mean, I'd rather do that now than go out and catch a 10-pound bass myself. <laughs> uh, well, in fact, speaking of volunteering, I, I imagine I'll see you this weekend. <laughs> you had to go and bring that up, didn't you? <laughs> I'm not going to be there. Oh, you're not? No, first time in, oh, I think it's been 14 years. Oh, wow. We, my, uh... We had a scheduling event with a family thing going on, oh. and um, my wife had asked me last winter, you know, what what are your fishing tournaments? And so I gave her all the dates for my fishing tournaments, and, you know, so she scheduled a couple of things around those, and then all of a sudden it just hits me like, oh, fishing <laughs> has no boundaries. But, oh, no. <laughs> well, you know. We'll, we'll forgive you this I'll time. I'll be back strong next year, though. All right. Chris Haley is the, I don't know, are you the coach? What's your title? You know, that's, high school teams are calling them coaches. So, um, you know, with the university, I'm, I'm their advisor. I would never venture to say that I'm their coach because these kids that came here to this university to be part of this team are amazing sticks. And, you know, there isn't any coaching needed there. <laughs> and so... <laughs> But I I can envision doing a, quite a bit of coaching with the high school team because there's going to be kids that want to be part of this because they haven't fished bass and they want to learn how to fish bass and sure. and we're going to set up some things over the winter to um you know to go over and have some speakers come in and talk about strategies and you know how do you attack a lake and you look at a map and just looking at the map can you pick out a few key spots that you know you need to try fishing and all these things to make them better anglers. All right, so Chris Haley, the coach of the Lumberjack uh, fishing team that is now officially in business. Chris, we thank you for your time today. Congratulations on getting this thing launched. It's it's really exciting. All right, Kev, thanks.